critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what is up, thinkers? Welcome back. Uh, Kathy Gibbons here. Today, I wanted to start off by sharing a review that a listener left on Instagram. And by the way, if you're on Instagram, I'd love to have you follow me over at Filter It Through Brain Cell, so you can just find me there. Anyways, this is what she said. We are still listening to this podcast. It has been such a good addition to our routine. It's so important that we use our brains well and that we teach our kids how to think so that they will not be easily influenced and manipulated by people and the world around them. We have also been talking about how, when we argue points, how important it is that we don't use fallacies, but actually good arguments and actually address the issues being discussed. Okay. Oh my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. This mama gets it. (laughs) That is exactly why we need to be teaching our kids good thinking and why we have to be learning it ourselves. I don't know about you, but I was not taught this in school. I'm learning it right now as an adult, right alongside my own daughter and right alongside all of you. And I think it's fun. I'm having a blast doing it. I hope you are too. And since you're listening to this podcast, I know that you're interested in learning and teaching your child how to think, not just what to think. Have you ever considered homeschooling your kids? Do you wonder if you could really do it? This show's sponsor, Classical Conversations, is a homeschool program that cultivates strong, critical thinkers in a local community by following a Christ-centered curriculum that's rooted in the classical model. And don't worry, before we started with them, I didn't know what the classical model was either. So if you want to learn more about this really unique program and to get two free downloadable eBooks, just go fill out the form at classicalconversations.com forward slash Gibbons. That's G-I-B-B-E-N-S. And you can check out all the information there. Okay, let's dive into today's new fallacy, the Job's comforter fallacy. Now I'll say this, in my research, I found that there's some disagreement about whether this is an actual fallacy or not, meaning some people don't think it's technically a logical fallacy, but rather that it's just something that people do that's not always based in truth. And I can I can see that, I can see that. So, but the Job's, com- Job's comforter is definitely something that people do and it can come from wrong thinking. So for me, that's all I need to give it its own episode. So we're going to call it a fallacy because it does involve kind of some wrong thinking, somebody who's missing the point a little bit. Okay, so the Job's comforter fallacy happens when someone blames the person who is suffering as having caused their own suffering rather than offering genuine comfort or support to the person, or they offer misguided and insensitive arguments for why the person's suffering is happening. And the phrase Job's comforter refers to the biblical person named Bildad, who appears in the book of Job in the Bible. In the context of the story of Job, Bildad and two other friends attempt to console Job, who is suffering greatly, like serious suffering. And instead of providing genuine comfort or support, they engage in a series of misguided and insensitive arguments that essentially blame Job for his own suffering. This pattern of misguided attempts at comfort is often associated with the term Job's comforter. And this is a real story. Go read the account of Job if you haven't ever read it. It's 
fascinating. And I'll just say this, you're going to want to read the whole book, read all the way to the end of the book, because Job suffers greatly and his friends and even his wife are zero comfort to him. But in the end, God redeems his suffering. And you'll see he did nothing to cause his suffering. So that's why that's kind of the details of where this fallacy comes from. So here's what this might sound like. So Carter says, I have been feeling really overwhelmed and anxious lately. I'm struggling to cope with the workload in school this year. Jesse, aka the Job's comforter, responds, well, maybe you're just not managing your time properly. You should try to be more organized and efficient. That should solve your problems. Okay, so could it be true that the whole reason Carter is feeling overwhelmed is because of his time management? Maybe, but can you see how in this example, Jesse's response minimizes Carter's feelings of being overwhelmed and anxious. And instead of providing empathy and support, Jesse just gives a simplistic solution without fully understanding the complexities of the situation. This response ignores the emotional aspect of the suffering and of the issue and can feel really dismissive and uncaring. Jesse walks away feeling like he just solved all of Carter's problems and Carter walks away feeling even worse. Did Jesse even consider that there may be other factors contributing to Carter's overwhelm? Like the fact that his family just moved. He's at a new school with much higher standards and he just started a part-time job. You see how that works? So here's another example. Faith tells her best friend, I have been going through a tough breakup and I'm feeling really down and heartbroken. Her best friend, Gabby, says, oh, please, you totally should have seen this coming. We all knew he wasn't right for you. It's better that it ended. So in this scenario, Gabby responds to Faith's emotional distress by pointing out what she perceives to be something wrong with a guy that Faith was dating. And while Gabby's intention may be to offer perspective, she totally has no empathy and makes no attempt to validate how Faith is feeling. It implies that Faith should have predicted this outcome, and so the pain is somehow justified or deserved. Now, I want to say this. Is it true that sometimes people's suffering is directly caused by their own choices and actions? Oh my goodness. Yes, absolutely. There's lots of instances where that is the case. And in that case, pointing pointing that out to the person in a loving way is not a Job's comforter fallacy, right? That's telling the truth in love, which is what we're supposed to do. Now, of course, how we do it matters, but that's not what this fallacy is about. The Job's comforter fallacy happens when the person giving the so-called comfort is ignoring the fact that the suffering may not be or is not the person's fault. As we know, it wasn't in the case of Job. He did not do anything to cause his suffering. And often when someone is suffering, there's a complex set of circumstances that's not so easily explained. So while it's not a formal fallacy, the Job's comforter fallacy can be seen as a type of bad reasoning that involves invalid attempts at consoling or providing advice. And unfortunately, it can actually contribute to the person's suffering. Here, here's another one last example of what this can sound like. And I know, I know this happens because I have had friends and family members that this type of thing has happened to. So... In this, um, in this instance, Ruth has cancer and she tells her coworker, I've been going through chemo the last three months and it's been really challenging. I feel so exhausted and frustrated that I can't do the things I'm used to doing. To which her coworker replies, you should just trust God and pray more and focus on the good things in life. Your mindset will make all the difference. Okay, so in this case, the coworker is responding to Ruth's struggles with a simplistic suggestion to just trust God and pray more and focus on good things. And yes, I'm purposely talking about people of faith here because this happens, y'all. 
It is easy to give nice sounding platitudes to people, or as I like to call them, Sunday school answers. But it totally misses the heart of the person standing in front of us. While trusting God and praying and having positive mindset are all good things to do, the coworker's response totally overlooks the complexities of managing a chronic illness like cancer and the treatment that can go along with it. It downplays the physical and the emotional toll that the illness may have on Ruth and completely fails to give genuine understanding or support. And it's a very simplistic answer to a very complex issue that Ruth is going through. So the question to ask yourself, when you find yourself in a situation where you're offering comfort to a person who's suffering, this is going to keep you from falling into the fallacy of committing the Job's comforter fallacy is this. What does this person really need to hear right now? What does this person really need to hear right now? And it does involve empathy and being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes. All right, guys, that's it for today. Remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filter it through a brain or you can connect with me on Instagram at filter it through a brain cell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filter it through a and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.